Hi and welcome to our podcast. I'm Tom, this is Lexi, and we're going to be talking about great marketing campaigns throughout history. Yep. Well, throughout the last throughout 10 years? Not really history, because <laughs> we're, we're talking about ones that we've seen, <laughs> and we haven't seen. been around for a lot of history. No. Unfortunately really. not. No, we haven't really seen much. <laughs> um, but should we start with you? What is your first campaign? My first and my favourite of all, of the three that I've kind of picked is the... Mm -hmm. Um, the Dracula billboard oh, yeah. for BBC. Yeah. I just think it was... When did that come out? It was... I think it was 2000... No, it was... Was it the end of uh, 2020? Tw 2020, I think. Yeah. Oh, I should know that. Really I, I, know. I remember the show coming out on New Year's. It was in the last three years, yeah. I'm going to say. Um, and it was in London and in Birmingham. Mm -hmm. Um, and they had, I only found out recently actually that they had, they obviously had the billboard mm -hmm. um, with the stakes casting the shadow of the face of Dracula, which was just the, the best, um, whoever came up with that was fantastic. And underneath they had um, um, break glass in case of vampires <laughs> as a stake inside of the of a glass box underneath, which I just think is just so funny and clever, and just that it's those little extra bits, isn't it? Yeah, it's making it feel real. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I think just so many people remember that. I know that my, my parents were really impressed with it. Loads of people I spoke mm -hmm. to thought it was really cool, and it's just think it like thinking outside the box. I just yeah. think it was a really great idea. And like it, it sounds like the billboard went down and was more memorable than the show itself. Yeah. Well, I was looking at the uh, some of the comments underneath um, a post about it the other mm -hmm. day, and people were saying that they preferred, they thought that the, that the billboard was better <laughs> than the show, which is, I mean, not that great, but no. but for whoever whoever's idea that was. Well, I mean, it's about the campaign. Yeah. And you yeah. know, people remember the show probably because of the campaign. Yeah. I just think it was the, the most clever idea ever. I just think it was great. Oh, wicked. What about you? Um, my first one is the IKEA adverts that you've probably been seeing over the past seven, eight years. Um, and I was looking into it, and it was a conscious decision that they made in roughly 2014 uh -huh. to completely change the way that they approached their marketing. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, we, we all know IKEA, they, they sell furniture, yep. right? And it's not necessarily the most high end stuff, it's good stuff. Yeah. Um, but you build it yourself. Um, it's Swedish, you know, you can get meatballs there. It, oh, the meatballs. They are good. They are really good. Yeah. And that's what I remember most. Yeah. But the point of this campaign, uh, The Wonderful Everyday, is to show the, like, the warmth of yeah. what this can do to your home. Because yeah. that, that's really the whole point of buying good furniture, is yeah. to make your home feel more homely. Homely and warm exactly. and nice. I think it's really nice. They weave these little kind of stories of everyday life. Mm -hmm. but. I think it's beautiful. I really like it. It's really good, and like, and and they have that voice. You probably remember yeah, the voice yeah, right uh, at the end. Yeah. It's just the wonderful every day. Yeah. <laughs> right at the end, every yeah. time, and it's great it's, voice. It's so comforting, and yeah. there's so much imagination in their videos. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've seen dozens, and it's just over and over again. They're doing something different. Yeah, I saw there was there was one, and it was a little girl, and she was recycling in mm -hmm. the garden. And I remember um, that one. In the garden, yeah, it was. I think she was. She yeah. was running around the garden, collecting like cans and stuff like that, mm -hmm. and putting them in the recycling because they had specific bins within their home yeah, yeah. to kind of promote recycling as well. So it's kind of like a nice message alongside the fact that it was their kind of marketing exactly. campaign. So I think it was it's got nice. all the family stuff. Like yeah. it's about people, and, yeah. and it's you know usually quite hard to do that when you're talking about furniture. Yeah, definitely. But I feel like people have got like a special connection with IKEA because everyone's got mm -hmm. everyone's everyone's got or has had. 
to put a flat pack IKEA furniture together and it's a process yeah, and, it, and it brings people together. Uh, and then cry. Yeah. And then cry again. <laughs> and then it's done. Yeah. 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 So my second one is the McDonald's pop-up in, mm-hmm. um, where was it, on the South Bank of London. Um, it was a couple of days in 2021, I think, um, and it was for their 21st anniversary, McDonald's 21st anniversary. Mm-hmm. They were giving away free McFlurries in, um, uh, what's it called, the Builder's Yard? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I just think it's, everyone loves free stuff. First of all, especially McFlurry. McFlurries are great. Yeah. It was a fantastic idea. They even had the little, the classic McDonald's hat. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Is synonymous with McDonald's. So, yeah, that was that was one of my one of my favourite ones, and I just love the idea of it. I love that they would just. I mean, it's McDonald's. They've got the money to give away free stuff. So. That and also everyone already knows who they are. So, yeah. So when it comes to marketing, it's not about getting people to go to yeah. Mackey's. It's about coming up with a cool idea. Exactly. Yeah. Because they have to do it. Yeah. If they don't, then. There's no point. Yeah, they've they've been doing some good some good advertising. I'm kind of glad that they've got rid of Ronald McDonald. He was a bit creepy. Yeah. Um. So I can't say that I'm sad that he's out of the picture. Have you seen some of the old adverts they did in America? No. So a lot of them were animated, and the, oh. there was like a story to it, and it's just creepy. Oh, I can only imagine. They, they, I'm I'm yeah. I can't imagine being a child and watching oh, that and thinking, no. yeah, let's go oh, McDonald's. let's go to McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> no, definitely not. So very, I'm glad that's gone. Very and creepy. Did you ever go to a McDonald's where they had a Ronald McDonald? Like, I think so. Yeah. yeah. It, that, that, that Terrifying. Is not a, yeah, that is not a fun sight as a kid. <laughs> I know. I didn't why, was, why were clowns such a, such a thing? Very creepy. <sighs> I feel like it's more for parents than for kids. <laughs> Do parents like clowns? It's just, just, they like scaring their kids. <laughs> no, no. But, but, the, but the campaign was great. I thought that they did a really good job, mm-hmm. and they had like various like celebrities and influencers and oh, stuff. Oh, really? What's um, anyone of note? Um, I don't think anybody that you would know, to be honest, yeah, Tom. Yeah, I, I don't really know many. <laughs> but they had a few like influencers and stuff who mm-hmm. were kind of going, and so obviously that was additional marketing because yeah. they were posting about it on their social media. So it was a great way of like not only was it a cool thing, but they had people were posting about it on the social yeah. media, which is at the moment one of the best. Yeah. ways of, of sharing stuff because it's going to get out there way faster. And also, you know, it, like you said, it's a pop-up venue. You can't do that much preparation if you want it to still be a pop-up. So yeah. you have to sort of rely on people stumbling across it, yeah, walking exactly. by it and then sharing it, yeah. which is perfect because in this day and age, it's people aren't surprised by things that they already know about, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So they have to be surprised. Definitely. What about you? What's your Second next one? one is this advert by Lucas Aid. It's, okay. it's about seven years old. You mm-hmm. might remember it. You just might. It's called Find Your Flow. I feel like it rings right? a bell, you know? It's got this beat, right? So it starts, <laughs> and there's a guy cleaning a window. And it's like, and it's got this guy narrating with this raspy voice. And he's saying things like, You found your rhythm. <laughs> you know, it's, You're on top form. Is he Scottish? I have no idea. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm just doing that voice. Um, and it's great because, you know, the whole point of Lucas is it gives you energy. Yeah. But rather than say that, they're just showing people do normal things like cleaning windows, driving cars, uh-huh. typing at work, but okay. with like an unrealistic amount of energy. Okay. So there's a woman changing her car's tire as she's driving on a oh. side. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. it's like, like the window cleaning guy is like doing some acrobatics while he's doing oh. it. Oh, awesome. It's great. It's got such a good vibe. Oh, that sounds so cool. It uh, reminds me of the um another energy drink, not mm-hmm. Lucasade. Um the the Red Bull gives you wings. Yeah. That's oh, those one ones well. are great. Yeah. I'm annoyed I didn't mention those. Yeah. I mean, yeah. cuz those really have nothing to do with Red so Bull random. most of the time. 
because like you're talking about the hand drawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, it, it's like and they're like weirdly British. Like they have this like weird sense of humour yeah. to them. Yeah, yeah. so, yeah, so I funny. Love but it, it was really good advert just because like it was coming out around the time where like there seemed to be more inventiveness, mm -hmm. you know, in the ten or so years after uh, another ad campaign that I'll talk about later, um, where people were really trying to push what you could do with an advert. Yeah, and it's so well done. It's not too long, not too short. It ends at the exact right moment, yeah. which is hard with the video. Yeah. Um, and all around, it's just perfect. And I've, I saw it maybe three, four times seven years ago, and I still think about it uh -huh. all the time at work. Those are the best ones. Yeah. Is that there's there's a few, and that really do stay with you. Mm -hmm. And like you say, like years down the line, yeah. and you think back and 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 it, it just makes there's something which makes me smile to think about and just it, makes me laugh it's like that's what adverts are for because yeah. you just want to make people happy yeah. it's not necessarily about selling yeah definitely well my final um, marketing campaign is the Dove Beauty mm -hmm. um, real beauty campaign that they did <clears throat> That this was in 2004 mm -hmm. so it really was like at a time when um we kind of hadn't got to the point in society when we were appreciating like real beauty and like um, n like not retouching images mm -hmm. and it was still very much in that like Photoshop supermodel era mm -hmm. um, and they came up with this campaign and it was it's a video called um, Evolution mm -hmm. and it was a it starts with a model sitting down in the makeup chair and it shows. The, it's like a time lapse of her, the process of her getting um, her makeup and hair done, and mm -hmm. then of the photoshopping, like the Photoshop experience or the Photoshop process, should I say, um, of her kind of literally looks like a completely different person by the end of it, and it shows like how much it, how much that that image will change from who who she is and who she really looks like to what we are made to believe that she looks like, mm -hmm. and it's just. A great campaign and they went on to do loads of other stuff um, they have uh, real beauty pledges and lots of like campaigns to promote kind of uh, natural beauty and clean beauty which is a lot of like what Dove's about and they went from having I think it was they went from their revenue being 2.5 billion to 4 billion mm -hmm. they won a few ad campaign uh, mm -hmm. ad um, awards for for this campaign so it was really successful for them and also it was in a time when we weren't used to seeing or, or natural beauty being praised well like there was an entire industry built on the fact that you've got to make these people who are already very good looking yeah. and there's nothing wrong with them mm -hmm. look perfect yeah. when no one's when no perfect. one's perfect yeah. exactly yeah uh, I just, I think that it's, we're starting to see, we are seeing and we are starting to see more of a, a move towards, um, like, people being more real. I yeah. know that we're definitely not there and we're definitely probably always going to be fighting with perfection and the idea of perfection within, um, mm. like, the, the film, TV, marketing industry because... Mm -hmm. You want some when you're selling something. You want it to be the best, exactly. and so you want to put people forward who are the prettiest people and the fittest people, and blah blah blah. But actually, by by pulling all the pulling the veil back and exposing exactly. something for what it really is, you you make it more relatable. And yeah. by making it more relatable, you make it better. Better, and yeah. you make all those people that are watching it on TV. Mm -hmm connect with it and when exactly. they connect with it they want to purchase it or they want to be a part exactly. of it and so really I think that it's a, a lesson in being more authentic or being as as transparent as possible because 
then there's there's no room for anybody to turn around and be like, well, actually, that's she's been photoshopped or that's not real or blah blah blah. So yeah, we we want to move away from that point where people are suspicious of what they're being presented exactly, with. Yeah. Definitely. Or to the point where people don't feel the need to just embellish to the point where, you know, as, as always, there's a massive difference between people looking their best, mm-hmm. right? Which is what Dove's about, is about yeah. people looking and feeling their best. Yeah. And looking beyond what the product yeah. or anything and in looking, the world would help them with. Yeah, and looking at looking something that's being and looking something that's unobtainable. Yeah. And making, and by doing that, by presenting a, a, a model who has been edited mm-hmm. to high hell, and women who are watching TV, women, men, anyone who was watching TV, looking at that and feeling bad about themselves because they don't look like that. Well, that girl doesn't look like that any, either. Yeah. No one looks like that. It's, yeah, like so, that isn't even her. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So I think it was it was a great campaign for for lots of reasons, but it was nice for, um, it was nice for, to see. Just, kind of, just like the impact, and it's the yeah. fact that a brand that big had the confidence to say we're going to undo a lot of the things that would probably help us mm-hmm. yeah, because it could have gone on. Exactly, and also similarly, another another um, kind of beauty campaign that um, has been a lot more recent is um, the the Lush did yeah. their media blackout, which yeah. is again another really big campaign, uh, another really big company. Sorry, um, doing something to to f- for not just for themselves. Exactly. And I think that's what I liked about the Dove campaign. It wasn't okay. Yeah, it did benefit them massively, but it wasn't just. To market themselves, well, it was it to benefit guaranteed. other people. Yeah, yeah, this exactly. Is the thing. It, it was a big risk. Yeah, and and Lush did that as well with by by doing their media blackout. That could have been a massive risk for them. People could yeah. have been like, "What are you doing?" And actually, it it was really beneficial to them, even though it actually wasn't like for marketing. It was it was in support of stopping trolling and preventing as much trolling online okay. and um, kind of benefiting mental health more to yeah. do with social media because they thought that if they couldn't if they couldn't be part of a movement that helped it, that they yeah. wanted to remove themselves, I think that's what I remember. And there's something, you know, even if you're not contributing to it, if you're using those same platforms and not yeah. doing anything active, you're apart from just saying, I don't like the bullying. Yeah. It's, it, it's an actual commitment to what you're saying you believe. Yeah, yeah, definitely. My third, Your third, my final. third is one that I think most people are familiar with mm-hmm. because you either saw it as an adult or a kid, but you definitely remember it. It's the Cadbury's Gorilla advert yes. that came out maybe 15 years ago. Yeah, it was a long time ago, but I remember, I remember like the advert. Yeah. I mean, Great advert. I, I loved it the same way everyone else loved it, but when I went and researched it, I realised that it was a much more important ad than I'd clocked onto. Mm-hmm. All I knew was that there was this gorilla and there was Phil Collins and he's breathing a little bit and, <laughs> and, and, and then he starts drumming. Yeah. But what it's actually about is that Cadbury's had a massive salmonella problem. Okay. with their products and it completely sunk their market value wow um and so they needed something to get them out of that and they knew that they couldn't just put an advert up saying you know our chocolate's great because everyone associated that with the salmonella so they had to somehow advertise them as a brand without talking about the products all that would do is remind people of the problem yeah um and in the current or in that advertising landscape there just wasn't any room for that because most advertising in video especially was saying here's what it is here's why it's good here's why you should have it yeah and there wasn't really much room for creativity at least Mm -hmm. this is what i read they come along with the glass and a half full production thing yeah in that advert there is no cadbury's logo just as a glass and half half full production which was 
a campaign that had been going on previously so yeah. people did the association and it was the first campaign to come out that didn't sell explicitly it instead gave hooks it, it hooked people in with things that they were already familiar with yeah. phil collins like everyone knew that song yeah right so it's a song that people love boom they're in and then they combined it with just something that no one would, would have expected yeah, such a good the idea. gorilla which yeah. people still debate whether or not it was an actual gorilla it was really? <laughs> yeah it was a man in a suit right <laughs> Funny that. but as a kid i thought it was a gorilla and i was always confused as like, like, like how did they how did they train the gorilla yeah like that must have taken ages but you know turns out it was a man movie magic yeah and it just and the way it peters out the song yeah. and you know a glass and apple production again it's in a it's in a if I remember it rightly, it's in like a purple, yeah, like like room. It, it almost it, feels like a box, doesn't like, it? It almost looks like a school classroom. Yeah, and yeah. they've put up like th- like three purple boards. Yeah, and he's sitting in front of there, and the grill is just breathing heavily for like <laughs> yeah. twenty seconds from the builder, and it's so. Good. And you're you're watching it, being like, "What's yeah, the first thing yeah. you're watching? You're like, what's what happening this? here?" Exactly. Yeah, and it started this whole trend of um, companies after seeing how popular this ad was. It, it was it shattered everything it mm-hmm. completely changed the landscape then companies like cadbury's you know you, you've got coca-cola mcdonald's mcdonald's haven't really done it but coca-cola have and loads of other brands where they will sell their product by making something creative mm-hmm. and not talking about the product yeah. now that's normal to us now if you go watch any advert yeah most of them are going to be that but back then no one would have taken that risk mm-hmm. and they did yeah. they got over that salmonella problem yeah um and it's still talked about now, despite the fact that I was maybe 10 when that came out. Yeah, it was a long time. See, I didn't even know what the salmonella problem. I wasn't even, yeah. I didn't even know about that. That's, that's why the ad's good, is that everyone remembers yeah. the ad, they don't remember the they problem. They don't remember the problem, yeah. it's perfect. Like, the reason that advert worked is that it balanced the, the odd with, like, an actual appeal. Yeah. But you watch a lot of adverts now, and I can't name one from the top of my head, but I know everyone will connect with this, where they are just being completely random. I can tell you one that I've watched recently, and yeah. I don't know what the company is, but you might have seen it, and I can't remember what channels it's on, but it's for, I think, home insurance, and it's... I think I, I've told you it's about like this one before. It's like a kid in a garden or something. It's it's an animated, uh, animated advert, and it's... Um, lots of bees stinging an animated lady or an mm-hmm. animated man, and you're watching it and you're thinking, is this for hay fever tablets? Is this for an allergy medication? And it's, I think it's for home insurance. And you're watching it and you're thinking, there's there's the weird, there's a weird that's good, like the Cadbury's advert. And I also remember, do you remember the Cadbury's advert with the kids? Who's, the, the eyebrows? eyebrows? Yeah. That, that, that one's great too, yeah. That's another one where you're watching it and you're like, this is weird, but I'm kind of behind it. Whereas yeah. this other one that I've seen recently, every time I see it, I'm like, what's the correlation between this lady getting stung by a load of bees? And she's literally all, all yeah, allergied like- up. It, it's and kind of graphic. You're like, from, why? Yeah. Why is this happening? Yeah, it's, it's, it's really graphic. It's because people, they think, oh, they connected with those adverts because they were a little bit odd. Let, let's ramp the odd. Yeah. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to double, quadruple the success yeah, or no. the association. If you there's end up... got to be, there's got to be something. And I know that you could argue that there wasn't really even a link between the gorilla, but, but well, it just works. Sometimes it works and sometimes people are so off base and you watch something and it just doesn't work. They made the link. Yeah. People now have that association, but no one's ever going to start associating be stinging people with home insurance. Yeah. It's like, that's not, there's no connection there. Yeah. 
it was whatsoever. it was very strange yeah would not but, recommend yeah no we would not do that we would not do that no we would not recommend to anyone no anyway i think we're all done yeah i, I think we've run out there aren't officially no more ad campaigns no. Well, Th- those are the six to eight that exist. Those are our favourites. This is just a few of our favourites. We've done a few blog posts about have, some yeah. of our favourite marketing campaigns and some of the marketing campaigns that we don't like. And as you can yeah. imagine, there are quite a few that we don't like. And some We're funny ones that are disasters. Yeah. Yeah. And some like the Cambrys one that act as recoveries from disasters. Yeah. Um, but check out our blogs to find out a little bit more. And thanks for watching. We will see you in the next podcast. Yeah. Please come back. Cheers.